back. All right, welcome to the Collision Podcast. Been a minute. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Happy, y'all. It's your boy Ken Dog, Kenny Watson, back in the crib. It's your bro, Luke. You already yeah, know. You know what I'm back. Welcome to the den. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, bro, a couple things, you know. Like, how's your week been going, bro? Man, my week's been going great. You had a, you had a, you had a life-changing event. Oh, well, yeah, that was about a month and a half ago. No, but no, 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 you, 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 do, you the reason why we don't do the cast no more, man. You now he's going to try to... I'm going to flame you a little bit, but well, nah. I, 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 I have to get into the daddy mode. You know, uh, I got to I gotta get on my daughter's schedule. You know what I'm saying? He, he, he didn't say daddy. He didn't say daddy. He talking about actual daddy. You know what I'm saying? Bro. My boy Luke became a father. You know what I'm saying? War. What's her middle name now? Aurora Marie Lucas. You know what I'm saying? She's a beautiful, light-skinned thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, she's she, she's a beautiful baby girl, you know, and you're saying, but bro, bro, uh, definitely embracing being a father. So I definitely enjoy in that form. So, uh, but now we back. And as I said, we try to have a little discussions every once in a while. So appreciate you guys for tuning in and get this posted, get this chopped up for you guys. So, oh, yeah. all right, man. So this is week, uh, what's the week? Is it January 15th? Yeah. Right, January 15th. Second week of the year. I mean, man, we got playoffs coming up, though. Playoffs is here, man. What, what you mean? I mean, well, AFC, AFC, NFC championship games, though. Oh, okay, well, yeah. You know what I'm sure. saying? So, you know what I'm saying? We're going to get into a little bit of that. We got some uh, WNBA we wanted to discuss. Oh, yeah. uh, Luke Keekley, he was surprisingly retired. At the and age then, uh, of 28. And uh, whatever else we decided to talk about, basically. Um, so, we got uh, 49ers versus the Packers. You always meet. You know what I'm saying? And uh, 49ers versus the Packers. Okay. And, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers versus Jimmy G. That's what it's been slated as. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, what you what you think? You think uh, Packers, uh, this is a legacy game yeah. for uh, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Uh, Mike LaFleur in his first rookie season. 13-3 uh, versus 13-3, essentially. 49ers beat the brakes off them, though. Mm, the first uh, time, what was it, like 38? 38-37-8. to Right. Uh, Matt, uh, Aaron Rodgers had 104 passing yards. Yeah, they he, shut him down. Yeah, so like, what you think? Is this a lazy, let When we look I mean, at Aaron Rodgers, when we look at Aaron Rodgers as a lot of people, low key, do we look at Aaron Rodgers? Do we give him the credit for being the goat without having like goat like accolades almost? Because do we look at him like Drew Brees? Do we I look think at we him look at like, him like uh, I would say more like Peyton Manning type, where you know. You know his talent and his capabilities. He just doesn't have the trophies and all that to go with it just yet. And I mean, Aaron Rodgers, he probably still has a good another maybe five years left in this league. Agreed. Um, with the way that he's playing, Matt Lafleur seems to be a more at least a more I won't say a more competent coach than Mike McCarthy, but he's a fresh face. Uh, he's got fresh ideas, fresh brain. So you know, uh, at the start of the season. Um, you know, it wasn't looking too. It was like the relationship between Aaron Rodgers and Matt Lafleur. But now it wasn't even a conversation for yeah. most of the year. No, no. So yeah, I mean, I agree. I think that Aaron Rodgers, he's getting. Uh, we look at Aaron Rodgers, and I think we give him a, a natural buffer. We always say it was Mike McCarthy. We say it was the defense, but this year, them being on the precipice of a Super Bowl appearance, uh, I think it will deter him a little bit. I mean, obviously, no player can lose. I mean, granted, all the quarterbacks, he's. Basically, he's the old head yeah. out of all these guys. I mean, Ryan Tannehill over in the AFC side is yeah. technically the second oldest, I believe it is. Um, so, with that, that's with fine. that situation, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, they they got Devontae Adams. They got uh-huh. uh, Aaron uh, Rodgers. Aaron, Aaron Jones, yeah. yeah. And um, you know, they got they got a they got a Jimmy Smith, Graham. Brother, yeah, Jimmy Graham. Who had a decent game. He had a decent game. He he's not uh, Travis or even Kittle left no. in the playoffs, but he you know, he, you know, what I'm saying he he he. he he a generational. He a, he a guy that when you when you talk about guys in the last ten years, you be like, oh man, I remember Jimmy uh, Jimmy Graham. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see. I personally, um, I think a lot of people are looking at this, that the previous matchup. I think it was Week Twelve it was, mm-hmm. and the Packers haven't lost since. Everyone looks at that matchup and they believe that you know the 49ers can beat them again. But I don't know that whole beat them beat them down type of situation because I think that I think it's gonna be a. It could be a one-possession game going into the fourth, but I think the 49ers either force a turnover or something like that. And I just think that the way Kyle Shanahan is, it's a debate if he's the best coach left in the tournament. Debate. But, see, see, here's my thing. And, I mean, and you know, you're absolutely right about that. It's just, again, I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers, man. Like, 
he's a quarterback that you can probably beat down like that once, but that ain't going to happen again. And I don't really think it was going to happen like that again in the playoffs. I feel like, you know, the game, like you said, it'll probably be a close game. But, man, I don't know. Like, to me, at least in my eyes, I feel like the Packers are, are slightly more balanced than – and that's, this is just off of eye test. Um, so anybody listening that wants to call me out on this, you know, go ahead. But, you know, just on eye test, I feel like the Packers are a more balanced team than the 49ers. I feel like the 49ers are more – um, Everything even though Kyle Shanahan is he's good and Jimmy Garoppolo is what he is, I feel like that team relies on their defense to get them where they are right now. Which, I mean, honestly, and I mean that's why they're in the position they're in now. And we've seen teams in the past that have been led by their defenses in the Super Bowl to a Super Bowl victory. So I don't want to take anything away from that side of the conversation or argument, but. Mm-hmm. It's Aaron Rodgers, man. It's the Packers. Like, yeah, so. I feel like I feel again. They the more balanced team. If 49ers can force turnovers on Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones, then I think the Packers and you know Kevin King, Jair Alexander, uh, I think they can do the same thing against Jimmy Garoppolo, who was thrown. I want to say this season he threw maybe twelve or thirteen interceptions. It was like eight. He threw eight. No, he had, totally. No, he, he was in double digits. Well, that much I remember. I know that. I know with Jimmy G, he's one of those quarterbacks. I think he's going to be solid in this league, obviously. And obviously with the team that got built around him, he'll probably be in this position more often than not. But he gives you about three full five throws in the game. Yeah. He has one of those where you just like, bro, who are you throwing it to? He's yeah. not, out of all the quarterbacks left, he's one of the one of the quarterbacks that say, hey, and he's got weapons too. So and then, I mean, no, that's the that's the crazy part. He got Emmanuel Sanders. He got Kevin Borden, George Kittle. Who the question is? They were talking about man. If we get that. If we if we gonna Debo talk about Debo Samuel was the top receiver. Debo Samuel, Emmanuel Sanders coming over from a midseason mm-hmm. trade. Kevin Bourne, uh, uh, he is a red zone threat. Every time he gets in the red zone, he's hitting a skinny post for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. It seems like every play. And as you say, George Kittle, who. Like a lot of people were debating if he's the best tight end, but we saw a uh, performance last week, I think, that people got to be uh, cognizant of as well in Kansas City. Yeah, that boy 87 will always be the best. No, that's what I said. I don't know. It's just like, as you said, like, but Travis you know, Kelsey to be exact. No, 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 Travis Kelsey is a dog. Like, there's no there's no question about it. Um, yeah, but a lot of people are picking, they, they, and a lot of people are saying, would you rather have Jimmy G or Aaron Rodgers? I think my whole thing, and granted, I hate doing the whole transplant uh, argument basis. If Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy G switch spots, I think that everybody would be saying this game is going to be like the game in the AFC uh, divisional round. What do you mean in terms of what? If you switched Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy G, like if you put Aaron Rodgers, if you, they had like a mid – like a post – if they were allowed to do like a playoff trade and it's like, hey, we're going to trade Jimmy G. Right, but what Aaron. team are you picking? That's what I'm trying to figure out. No, right now I think – If you were to switch them, who would you pick? Oh, I think the 49ers would win by 50. <laughs> <laughs> Easy. Like. That's all I'm <laughs> No, this is like everybody. Everybody be picking Jimmy G. They be like, well, he's got the. They talking about basically Jimmy. If you pick Jimmy G over Aaron Rodgers, I know why you would do it because basically, if Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy G were fighting, Aaron Rodgers got like two people that are gonna back him up. The forty, like you know, what I'm saying Jimmy G got like a like at least a whole got a whole uh, a squad with him. You know, what I'm saying he yeah. got you know, he got he got somebody on the forties or the fifties. You know, what I'm saying he yeah. said like, what's up. And they're gonna jump. They're gonna jump Aaron Rodgers and the crew. So I mean, I think it's gonna be a competitive game. But I also do think that that game could get ugly. Uh, not in, in a sense that because the other team is so much uh, because of schematics or anything. I don't think it's gonna be like they're gonna be out scheme. I think Matt Lafleur and that uh, coaching staff, the Smith brothers, and that defense with uh, uh, Jair Alexander, they're gonna be balling. They're gonna compete. But I think that that game just because of the talent level and the so Packers are a good team. Do we think uh, what's his name? Uh, I forget his first name, but Salah, uh, the defensive coordinator for 49ers. Yeah. I mean, do we really think that – I mean, because he put on a little clinic on them in, in, the, in, they little, in their regular season matchup. But did he really put a clinic or did he that everybody up front was just getting whipped? It just felt like the whole – like, mean, you know what I'm saying? You watch football, bro. You, you like It was like watching a class five team in Missouri go against a class I two. I mean, sure, but, like, at the same time, I mean, again, man, like, if we want to talk about, like, one of the – I guess hotter coordinators like everybody wants to talk about Eric Bieniemy getting the head coaching job. He's one of the hottest, if not the hottest, offensive coordinator right now. Great. Oh boy, Salah from the 49ers, he could probably get a head coaching gig just off of what he's doing defensively. And if, and if they get to the Super Bowl based off of that performance, I think you would have to throw his name 
into the into the ring in terms Kyle of Shanahan, the yeah. next in terms of the next head coaching gig. Who would be a good candidate for that? No, they said that uh, Kyle Shanahan said one of the be- the best things that could have happened is the fact that they're just passing up on him, and uh, the fact is is that so ever since he's been named the defensive coordinator, the 49ers have had a top fifteen defense. Even uh-huh. then, like uh, uh, Jimmy G said it. Uh, one of the best things that, you know, it sucked was that when he tore his ACL that uh, they got Nick Bosa mm-hmm. out of the deal. And Robert Saleh. It's Robert Saleh. Robert Saleh. Yes, well, Robert Saleh. Saleh, yeah. Saleh. So, as I said, I might be butchering it, but it might be a oos. And that's why I said I might be butchering it, so right. sorry if I am. But uh, Robert, uh, Robert, you know what I'm saying? It just depends, though. I think he's obviously he's going to get passed up because there's no job openings left. Uh, Browns filled up their coaching vacancy, obviously. Uh, you got uh, the Panthers filled their coaching vacancy. Giants filled their coaching vacancy. Um, I think that he, I think he is a good coordinator, and I think that he can inspire. I think he reminds me of Tomlin mm-hmm. to a certain degree. He, will, I think he will inspire his players to run through a wall. But the question is, and it's rightfully so, and I'm not trying to be part of that group think that's keeping you know minority coaches from being in the league. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into the AFC matchup in a second. Um, is it more because they got six first-rounders on their defensive <clears> line and what, I think, top three picks all at their linebacker positions? Like, could, is, it just be, is, it, is it a talent thing? Because the question is, could he do that with the uh, – well, I don't think anyone could do that with the Bengals. But could he – like, basically, is it one of those things where he will be seen as, all right, make, you know, make uh, guys who may not be at the top-tier talent, make them a top-five defense? I mean, yeah, but – the 49ers definitely rely on that on that on that defensive line to get them where they're going. I gotcha. ain't gonna lie about that. But I mean, again, I you know you know me, like I I may or may not give coaches way too much credit. But in the sense of sure, you got all that talent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you still have to be able to organize it. You got to know each and every single one of those guys, my strength, weakness. Because not every first rounder, no matter who it is, not every first rounder turns out good. And a lot of that falls back on coaching. That's true. So, you know, I don't know. In terms of D Ford, I mean, you could look at it at that way. Like, yeah, they didn't have it, D Ford all year. That's, I think and that's, that's another crazy thing. thing. And then even if they had D Ford and while he was playing, I mean, you know, like, I mean, even, I, 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 I'm really trying to pick my words carefully here, but like, you I know, know what you mean. They got D4, you know, was he producing at the clip under Robert Salad that he was under Bob Sutton? Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? He had like, a hamstring injury all year. That's what I'm saying. Certain, I mean, certain things are just different. And, I mean, but then again, you still have Joey Bosa out there. I mean, you Nick. Got, Nick. Or Nick, excuse me. Yeah, Nick, the little brother. Um, you got um, Solomon Thomas as a rotational guy. That's Buckner, what I'm saying. Eric Armstead, Kiwan Alexander, Fred Warner. Fred Warner Dre, Dre, Dre Grinlaw and Fred Warner are. I see when I see Fred Warner play, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there looking like, bro, they literally got two linebackers that are dogs, and then Greenlaw plays well, and then the only one, the only weakness that they have is Witherspoon. Yep, is Witherspoon on the other side, yep. and the question is, they play, they play zone, and they, they play don't know man. If that's because of his injury or what? Yeah, he's been banged up. They benched him after getting he get he got torched by uh, Stephon Diggs, mm-hmm. but it's gonna be interesting to see their adjustments. But no, I think the 49ers have like the clear advantage in terms of like in terms of personnel. Mm-hmm. But as you said though, if Aaron Rodgers pulls turns back time, I think that it will be harder for him to beat the 49ers than it would be anyone on the AFC matchup, even if that's the Chiefs or the Titans, just because at least with that. Because at least with that, it would be fair play. Like, basically, one team can have an off day and Aaron Rodgers can pick them apart. Like, you know what I'm saying? Granted, we think, obviously. It ain't the Niners. It ain't the Niners. Granted, as much as anybody says, oh, Tennessee, they shut down Lamar. Oh, they, they was able to outsmart Belichick and Tom. And, or uh, Tennessee with that, or the Chiefs, the fact that they, they can blow someone out in a matter of a quarter. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you'd be like, hey, I mean, the, you know, their defense has played well. But Aaron Rodgers, you know, saying you know they when they when they played, they played the Pack Packers and Chiefs played earlier in the mm-hmm. season. Um, Pat Mahomes wasn't he was out with a dislocated knee, but you know that defense was still out there. So mm-hmm. the fact is that that he's that like that defense knows what Aaron Rodgers represents. Mm-hmm. So that's why I said I think it'll be harder for this this for them if the Green Bay they'll be playing with house money. 
because I think that they'll be favored versus Tennessee if the Tennessee was able to pull off the upset in Kansas City. Yeah. But if they was playing the Chiefs, everybody would pick the Chiefs anyway. So like they play, they'd be playing with house money at that point. So with that being that, we're gonna transition to a, a, a topic near and dear to my uh, cousin's heart. Mm-hmm. It feels like we are in the exact same spot we was last year. And uh, it's pretty much the same type of confidence. Mm. Uh, uh, Richard Lucas proclaimed the Chiefs would win the AFC Championship game, beat the Patriots in their dynasty, and they will go on and face face the Rams and get revenge. Mm. However, that didn't happen. That happened like an alternate universe because, mm. as we know, unfortunately, the uh, Green uh, the New England Patriots was able to convert three straight third and tens after D four were lined up five yards off sides and. Um, yeah, so Tom Brady and then won that game in overtime. So now uh, Pat and the crew um, with the new defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnolo, and after coming off a win and scoring, what, 28 points after being 20, 28 points in the second quarter mm-hmm. after being down 24-0 to the, ten, uh, uh, still, to the, te- the Texans. Still the greatest playoff game I've ever seen. No, okay. you had it was the greatest impact. He had a comeback win and a blowout win all in the same game. You want me to tell you what it is? That was probably the best blow, the best comeback playoff win I've seen from a team I actually was rooting for. It always feels like it happens. Whenever I see a big comeback, it always feels like in the playoff, in the NFL playoffs, it always feels like it was a team that, oh, you know, it'd be cool if they won, but they lost. I have no skin in the game. Mm-hmm. And the fact that the Chiefs was getting they, the doors blown off of them, and the fact they was able to come back like that, it definitely warmed my heart. It, I, like, and it, here's my thing, man. What's up? I don't, I don't want to. It's, it's, it, and it's a common thing going on, you know. All of us somehow people believe that loyalty. Is tied to that first quarter emotion, and I don't really agree with that. I feel like the people no, who were—I feel like the people who were confident—you were—you were confident because you know you just were—you just were confident that they were going to come back from twenty-four or nothing, no matter how silly that may have—you know—that may that thought may have been. That, I mean, even if you were in your mind very extremely confident that they were going to come back in that first quarter, there's no way you were very comfortable in thinking that. No, I no. mean, come on now. We watched. I feel like we watched too much football, especially Kansas City last year. You know what everybody what everybody's talking about in terms of this year and and their confidence level. They're talking about what they seen Kansas City do a year prior. Okay, mm-hmm. what Kansas City did on Sunday was nothing they had done all year long. I don't think there that's was no indication whatsoever in the 16 game season that they could pull that off offensively. You know, so there's no to me logically there's no way you could sit there and be 100 percent comfortable with thinking, oh snap, they about to come back from 24 points, especially when Houston pretty much did not have their offense going at that point. They still and and some people were like, and I give it to them. Some people said that you know, well, you know, Texans got those points and they hadn't even done anything yet. And okay, if if you want to be confident in that, you can be, but you can also be confident in what we know and what is what is fact, right? What is fact? What is statistical? What you can actually go back and look at, which is. The uh, games in which their offense was clicking, you lost, okay? So you can't spot that team 24 points and then give them the chance to get their offense going. I'm, so I feel like, I feel like, and even then, if your confidence level was that they were going to come back, your confidence was in the defense. No, that's very true. And right? I, but I always, I always told you this, though. And I, and I, I started, with me, me and my cousin was having a back and forth. We was talking about the coaching, like what, what, was, what was happening, what was not. I think the thing was one thing. That really that, wasn't even directed at you. I know it wasn't. Because it was, I already know people was coming at you sideways. People were sitting there just complaining. It ain't people really just, uh, I mean, it no, ain't really people talk- that's coming at me. It's really what I'm seeing, uh, like, on social media and things like that, where people who, I gotta, who are like, you know, they didn't. What what they thought, they didn't put, you know what I'm saying, in a status or a tweet. They thought it. So since there ain't no ain't no paper trail, they can stand up and say, well, I never was this, and I'm the most loyal fan. No, you really but, ain't. Well, I got a question, bro, and and you and that's a topic we can get into real quick. Why do why do people believe that that and, and a lot of people they a lot of and you got a lot of people now. And as I said, like fans, fans, and the word you gotta take fans and take fanatics. So basically, they're uh, they don't they don't have no rhyme or reason of the reason why they love their team the way they do. But at the same time, are we gonna sit here and act like 
why is it feels like in Kansas City, and that's probably because of the city we live in, if it was in Chicago, it would be like with the Bears, or if it was in New England it, or uh, Boston, it would be in the what, what for New England or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, why do people believe that the Chiefs, you a bandwagon if you doubted the team at any point based on what you see and with your eyes. You a bandwagon, but then if like if you're the team that you're actually rooting for, the one you had skin in the game, you play, pay for these tickets, you got big Chuck. We're sitting there leaving the game thinking that that would help and, you know, saying he's getting – Well, that's different. That's actually way different. No, what I'm saying is, like, why do people believe – Because he actually might very well be a curse on the team. No, he very might well be. But what I'm saying is is that – He did that for all of Kansas City and everybody that wanted Kansas City to win. No, no, listen. I appreciate it. No, no, I'm saying, like, it was was a good story. And then he was – was it was hilarious the fact that he was like, hey, man, I ain't saying I had nothing to do with it. But, bro, like, what? Like, come on now. I mean, my guy had to leave, bro. Like, bro, he said – I had to sacrifice them them tickets, dog. Every game I witnessed him go to, you know – I'm saying. They always do have some type of epic meltdown or something, bruh. I mean, like, and then as soon as he leaves, they just might, spark on fire. It might be a, it might be a coincidence. It might just be, you know, what I'm saying, an yeah, unfortunate that was coincidence. A, that's a crazy coincidence. No, very much so. But why? But back to what I was saying. Like, why do you believe that people feel like they they get a cookie for rooting for their team when they putting out garbage? Because on the that's that, because some, that's how many people live their lives. And you know, we talk about that. And this, to me, it goes it goes deeper than football. And, you know, some other people might say that as well, where where NFL and whatever sports team that you have, that's your retreat from life. So that's where you go to feel like you are something or whatever it might be. You know what I'm saying? Validation. And I ain't trying, right, exactly. I ain't trying to come down on nobody for that. I ain't, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's literally what I do. You know what I'm saying? Like, you go, like, you know, when I go to Chiefs games, I'm I'm a totally different person. I'm still loud, but, like, I'm more loud than I am now. You know nah, what I mean? Like, I'm more crazy than I am y'all, y'all understand when he said he going to be more loud. So, like, that's, like, that's like, like a Like, when you go to a cheese game, man, you turned up. Any other time, you probably just chilling and you cool. But when you in Arrowhead, it's it's a different vibe. And you have to be different to be kind of inv- – to feel involved and to, you know, at least think and feel as if, you know, even as a fan, that, right, exactly, you have an effect on the game. And many people think that – their fanhood has some type of effect on the game, even as they sit and watch from their couch, you know, 20, 15, maybe 100, 200 miles away. Somehow, them being a hardcore fan and them believing in their heart all the way away from the game, that makes them a better fan than somebody else. And, you know, you if that's what they want in life, then so be it. They can have that. But... It's, 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 to me, it's just, it's just funny. I listen, you could be a fan of somebody. The reason, and, and then like I said, we're not trying to get into the psychology of it, no, right? No, we're not. And I, you know what I'm saying? But the same thing, right? So I like, I know what I'm saying, to be quiet, to be completely transparent, I like the Chiefs, right? Uh, not the Chiefs. I like the Steelers. I and I like say, the Chiefs. I'm from, I'm from KC, I'm from KC, so I always root for KC. But the one thing is that I will never, and I'll be completely honest with you, a reason why I even look at becoming another fan mm-hmm. is because I refuse to let the Chiefs hurt me as bad as they used to. The, my mom told me about this darn playoff game back, I think it was in 1998 or 1999, when they had the number one seed and they went to go play the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Mm-hmm. And they kicker, I don't know his name. I think, do you have the, uh, you, do you have his name? I know that like. Who was? No, who was the, who was the kicker's name? He ain't missed all year. And he Ryan Sucker. No, no, For this is back Chiefs? in 1998. Oh, not, oh. Not back in the day when it. Oh, bro. Bro, oh, man, bro. Like his, his kicking percentage was literally like 97% that. or something. And he missed like three kicks from point blank range. Yeah. And he needed to make one That's, kick. Uh, uh, God dang it. God dang it. He tried to, he tried to make Lynn it. Lynn Elliott. Lynn Elliott. And the fact that he, made, he decided in the playoff game to miss all those kicks, uh, let the Indianapolis Colts off the hook win that game. Um, let's see, another one. When they was, uh, I think they had Trent Green. They was thirteen and three, and they played the Colts again, and then they got into the shootout and uh, lost again. Yeah. Uh, like one of the more recent ones, the one that really hurt. My mom was literally in. Like I really thought I had to put her into some type of psychiatric ward. Is that, that the Indianapolis, game. the Indianapolis game when they was literally torching Andrew Luck and the crew? They was up, I think, by 21, 28 points at that point. And the Colts came back in the most inopportune ways. They forced a fumble from the running back. Quarterback gets it, jumps in, into the end zone. Wins that game by one point. Then you got what? The was it? You want which one? You want to go? You want to go the Steelers route 
when they when they literally scored two touchdowns, they didn't score a touchdown and they lost. Or we can go into when they the the team they're playing Tennessee Titans when the uh, Darrell Rivas tips the ball up, it goes mm-hmm. into Mariota's hands and he throw he's the one the only the only I think the only quarterback in playoff history to throw his own touchdown pass and catch it. Yep. So stuff like that, like. And granted, you know, talking about, oh, I was there for all that heartache. The fact is that y'all li- – like, the fact – I'm not saying that they were the Browns or anything. I'm not even saying they're Detroit. But the fact is that people who sat there and say, I I endured all that pain and uh, all that uh, slander, all that everything, yep. and you and they believe the ring is going to be – if they win a championship, you you deserved it because you stuck through, through with them. Listen, the Chiefs still going still Chiefs going to be still a profitable organization. Yeah. They are still going to be able to get good players. Yeah. You know, but you know, at the same time, you don't you don't have to let them own your heart the way it is. Like and that's that, 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 fanatic, that, fanatic obviously is yeah. a is a abbreviation. Uh, uh, fan is a part of that abbreviation, yeah. but at the same time, like everybody's sitting there and they, you know, the Chiefs been through some things and as I said, they can write the ship in the next 3 weeks because uh, what? They'll be if they win the Super Bowl, they have two be one behind the Raiders and the Broncos. And, yeah. And I was, okay, so sure. I know I got all these questions for you, right? Oh. And I got to see what you think. Uh-oh. What do you think about Broncos fans, Raiders fans, uh-huh. and uh, I mean, uh, Chargers, I, I don't count them. They, they, they charge to go in Chargers, right? They, uh-huh. they combine together, and they basically, the Raiders, well, I guess Broncos, Broncos and the Chiefs have been in the most uh, – uh, most uh, consistent, consistent like in terms of cha- yeah, consistent lady. in the last ten years of being in the championship That's conversation. Right. At least in the at least in you know even if you le- legitimate conversation. What do you think of like literally when Broncos fans or when Broncos fans or Raiders fans uh, they get stomped by the Chiefs in recent years? Well, they only have one Super Bowl ring. What do you, what is the, what is then the response now that if the Chiefs were to win the Super Bowl versus either. If first they got to get past Tennessee. What happens if they win the Super Bowl? And you know, obviously they win one in the first and last time in fifty years, and they win, they start you know saying being able to get in the Super Bowl every couple of years. Like what do you, yeah. what is, what is, what do Broncos fans and Raiders fans like? What what what's the what's the slack now? Oh y'all y'all wear red. I mean, like I mean that's the thing about it. Like what what's the slander going to be? It ain't really going to be much slander to be to be had from them. Like. I mean, because we'll be reigning champs at that point. They can't really say much other than congratulations. So, you know, and many of them won't say that, and I don't, I don't blame them for it. Shoot, I didn't congratulate Denver when they won. In my eyes, I didn't. I felt like they shouldn't have won that Super Bowl that they did. Uh, they probably uh, should have been more competitive. Than right, they got, very, sm- I, they I got was, smoked. Exactly. <laughs> I was very happy when they got smoked against Seattle. So, you know, it's just. I don't know what what else. Whatever they think they can say is not really going. I just think it's stick. I just think it's very corny. I just think, and then I know Steelers. The Steelers fans do it all the time. Oh, we got six rings, right? They say, oh, we got six rings. I'm like, bro, the Steelers. The Steelers have won six championships. You haven't won any rings, right? Whenever someone says that, I just think it's real corny when they was like, well, y'all can pretty much dog us in the regular season, beat us in the playoffs. Your team, everybody talks about your team, but. Oh man, remember when the uh, Raiders won Super Bowls in the uh, er, uh, early '80s? <laughs> oh man, remember that? Oh man, we champions. I'm like, bro, y'all, y'all have not like y'all had what I mean, two winning seasons in 20 years? But you know, that's what rival fans do. You know what I'm saying? They like it just defies at logic. any point, even when they're not really relevant. You know, they still want to talk about times when they were relevant. And you know, even as a Chiefs fan, I can't say much about that because. There was a point in time where the only relevancy that Chiefs fans had and the Chiefs organization had was that they were AFC West champions. And then what would that lead to? Playoff disaster, always. So now, like, and so the only thing we could ever go off on was the fact that they were that we were winning the division. But winning the division remember. was never really. I mean, that was that was a consolation prize. If we want to be honest, even even this. AFC Championship game. Even if we were to win this and go to the Super Bowl, if we do not win the Super Bowl, we don't have any true bragging rights whatsoever. You no, know, you don't have any bragging rights, but the, for, a t- for a team that we didn't even think could get to the uh, Super Bowl one and number two, I mean, it depends on who they I lose I thought to. they could. I they mean, just but it, needed it, it depends to, on who they lose They to. need to get healthy and they needed to get consistent. 
But that's and they're finally healthy and they're getting consistent. All of this is happening at the right time. Oh no, like they really got consistent in the second quarter. I wouldn't say they got they were consistent in the in the game versus. I would the say Texans. they've been. I would say the team and the offense itself has been consistent since at least week maybe 12. week ten. Yeah, yeah, or yeah week something 12. like that. I agree. Like, I agree. I just saying that first quarter threw me off. I'm like, whoa, they can't do that it, again. It threw everybody, everybody off because it wasn't like y'all can't be this bad. Y'all yeah, can't be this no, bad. You couldn't. That's not their identity. I, that's not who they've been at least over the past. Year and a half, at least, to maybe two years. That's not who they are. And then, sure enough, that's you know that's that was the showing that they had after we done waited and watched everybody else play like you know good. Even even Baltimore came out. They didn't come out flat. They just got hurt throughout throughout the game. And then Derrick Henry took over. Yeah, that's and true. as you saw, Tyron Matthew. He said it earlier today too. Someone got attacked. <laughs> no, he said somebody. I mean, if we want to go to the Super Bowl, we need to have the mentality that somebody's going to tackle him. And if you watch Derrick Henry in the first half, and I've been saying it for the longest, that you can't tackle Derrick Henry all game. Like, it, it don't happen. In the first half, them dudes is juiced up. They ready to go. Uh, the painkillers is fresh. Whatever it is, they ready to tackle Derrick Henry. By the time 15 minutes start on that third quarter, man, they not hitting him with the same fervor. And a matter of fact, he hitting him harder than he was in the second quarter. Because he wasn't really hitting him in the first half. He was and basically. See, but no, nah, man, man, I was seeing Derrick Henry, man, Derrick Henry, especially in that, in that, uh, when they played Baltimore, he was getting corralled. I know, that he was tackles, getting tackled. You know, if them D tackles is beating them. But that second half. It's always the second half because dudes is winded and tired and they a little sore and then here he comes once again. Running full speed. And you know what I'm saying? And you ain't really – you can run full speed, but he going to hit that same spot that bruised you in the first or second quarter. That's, and now that bruise just got bigger. And that's exactly how that's, – that's the style of the Tennessee Titans. Let's bruise them, beat them up. We're going to run this clock down. The offense is not going to get into a rhythm. And if times. they do, we got Kenny Vaccaro, Kevin Bayard. We got these uh, – uh, Jarrell Casey. We got dudes that can beat them right back up. So and, so and that's bad. what and that's what Kansas City has to be ready for. That's why, you know, uh, I I don't think Chris Jones is going to play. I don't think Chris Jones. is going But play. the question is, if he doesn't play, if y'all can figure, if the Chiefs can figure a way to win, and Chris Jones is literally half for it for the see last. He week. has to play because technically there's no game after this one. You know what I mean? Like oh no, you, no. Can't, you can't go into this game, game thinking, thinking that you can let's, call let's say, out. right because um, and that's what. The Ravens did Mark Ingram and his calf injury. Mm-hmm. They sat him out in the second half. He comes back to play. Uh, he granted he didn't do much. They didn't really. I want to say they didn't even give him the hey, ball. I don't think. I think he had like two carries. But like they, but he did what he had to do because they knew the truth that there's no game after this. So you you got to leave it all out there. It looks like Gus Edwards or Hill was about to play in the game mm-hmm. versus this one. But now yep. it's gonna be interesting. Like honestly, but I I know you go as a as an avid Chiefs fan. Someone just wants to see the Chiefs win. Obviously, you'll be disappointed if they're not hosting uh, Lombardi. Um, so, what team would be like? What, what, like, what? Um, who you be most disappointed if they were to lose to? I think that you'd be disappointed if you lose to the Packers, because honestly, I think Tennessee is a matchup nightmare for the Chiefs. Because oh, yeah. not only that, they beat them once before. And I know people say that you know that you know like Pat regular season don't regular season don't hurt matter or whatever and no pat played well i mean he had to be perfect he had to be perfect i know but he had he played nearly perfect in that game well and then he and then he said oh you think that was perfect watch the texans highlights but um mm-hmm. but uh so like i think that that's a uh 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 yep and, I don't and then think, i think the 49ers yeah. have that defense yeah. defensively i mean like they like tyreek hill came out today and i think he needs and as i said like obviously that's supreme confidence after what you just did last week you know he didn't do much in that game because he wasn't needed. Um, he says that no, like no one can guard them one on one. The Forty Niners, the Forty Niners think that oh we you may not we may not be able to guard, guard you one on one, but you ain't gonna have Pat ain't gonna have enough time to dice us up either because our, our offensive line for the Chiefs is pretty good. That defensive line for the Forty Niners maybe. But see, better. here's the thing, and you might be right about that, and that might be of course. I mean, it's a Super Bowl. So you think? And about? I don't it's know. It's a one game thing. I don't know. That would be a Super Bowl matchup, and we still haven't seen LaShawn McCoy yet this playoff series. I don't think you will. I don't think we're going to see him on Sunday. I don't think you see him for two weeks from now either. You might have to because here's the thing. It's like it's like you just literally said. Pat is not going to have the time, which means we're going to have to run the ball. It's going to be between Damian Williams, who, has, who, is, who can be explosive but lacks vision, Darwin Thompson, 
who can be explosive but lacks experience and size. Exactly. And then LaShawn McCoy, who can be explosive but lacks the wherewithal to hold on to the football. It's going to be – I mean, and that's how they're going to have to give Patrick his opportunities is running the ball. And if they're going to run the ball, they're going to need to run the ball effectively. What what about you put Tyreek back there? No. Because no, no, I feel not like, the ball. I'm talking no, about no. for like the scats, like the flip. period, period. Because I, I feel like because they tried that with Houston, and Houston corralled it really well. That's true. And if Houston can do that with with their front seven, with that defense, 49ers definitely can. That's true. So that I, I think the whole Tyreek out the backfield thing is pretty dead. Um, unless he's being used literally to like carry the ball, in which he's not um, equipped to this year, he's I been mean, banged up too much. I mean, like, he got crunched last he, week, and then he had the college, the AC joint. But I feel like, as you said though, that game would be in my uh, be in Miami. You right? said it though. You said that you feel like Tyreek is one of the top five receivers, but you also believe that like that could the be weather. This weather. I mean, like I think the weather affects everybody. Like Travis Kelsey was dropping passes in the first quarter. I mean, Demarcus Robinson. Didn't. Let's just do away with that first quarter, man. <laughs> Let's not. Like, even. <laughs> after that first quarter, like these dudes was pulling off magic. I mean, maybe including Tyreek, but like in the cold, man, he don't he don't really get there for me. Like he don't. Now I keep saying that, but like when we played Tennessee in the wild card game, and again, you know. He had what did he have like one twenty I think he, uh, twelve catches for one twenty yeah uh, but that was when it was still like, like fifty degrees it was like like fifty degrees outside though it wasn't fifty man I remember that day it was kind of chilly oh it was um, okay. uh but like I mean it wasn't snow on the ground it wasn't ice like you I know, know what like you mean, like Sunday was mm-hmm. so you know. And for the most part, when he was getting that work, it was all, again, done away from a Dory Jackson. And, you know, like we said in the in the video on Monday, you know, they, he got to stay away from a Dory Jackson, bro. And if, especially with him talking all that stuff that he was talking, like, they can't cover us, that part is true. Like, as a team, oh, no, if, if you line they up can't be seven, covered. If, it, if, it's, if you're doing 707A, you, you know what I'm saying, you got... You got three-way goals. Right. But you're not going to Dory Jackson's way. Even when you try, I mean, the passes are either well-defensed or he doesn't knock the dude off his route so much that there's no point. Right, exactly. Or not even. Pat can make the throw. Dude's not in space. And then now you're leaving it up to who? Kevin Bayard and Kenny Vaccaro to pick it off. So that's what I mean. Like, they got to stay away from Dory Jackson. If they can do that with Tennessee, if the interior lineman can – at least hold Jarrell Casey to maybe one sack, hopefully zero. But if they can hold him to one sack He's and let them dice up people, you know, I think, you know, they'll still pull it off and get to the Super Bowl. That's great. So let's go into our, uh, our predictions. Like, granted, honestly, I'm going, I'm, I'm going off of what I see. I, I want to go back and forth. I really want to see Aaron Rodgers uh, play against the team in the AFC. I'll go into that one in a second. But honestly – It'll be a miracle to me if the Packers win, but I believe it's going to be competitive. But I think the 49ers just get after Aaron a little bit too much. They make it a little bit harder. And I think the 49ers uh, play for the sixth championship in franchise history. Um, and they win. Uh, I got them winning 27-20 uh, uh, 49ers. And on the AFC side, honestly, this game stresses me out because, honestly, because I believe the Chiefs, can win this game by 14. However, I just don't like. And granted, I know a lot of people keep the people be people always sit there and say, "Kenny, this defense is good. Chiefs defense is good. They got uh, Tyron Matthew, Darity Dan played up, showed up to play. I think Chris Jones might play. Frank Clark is winning, earning his money. Uh, Sir Davis Ward, they say that he's gonna have a better game. Uh, Shaw Breland, Morris Claiborne, he was inactive, but they say he's going. You know, saying they might mix him in. But, you know, honestly, that game stresses me out. I just don't think that they got the linebackers to want to have to tackle Derrick Henry. So it's going to be up to, as you said, it's going to be up to the uh, the impact players on defense. Hopefully they can get Ryan Tannehill to make a f- one or two mistakes and the Chiefs offense has to capitalize. They got to make it to a point to where, yes, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry might roll, in my opinion, he might won for 200 yards. But you got to make it to where it's obsolete and it does not matter. <coughs> And the only way to do that <coughs> is to watch 
the play action pass. Oh no, you can you cannot get caught. He said it on Monday. I heard some local sports people talk about it this morning. They wasn't talking about it. Sixteen was saying it. Yep. Uh, pretty much they was talking. They they had our entire show this morning. Uh, fest going on. Uh, but uh, not to throw out names, but uh, <laughs> yeah. But um, they they can't they can't bite off that play action pass, man. Like if you want, if you want Derrick Henry's 180, 190, 200 yards to not mean nothing, Shavarius Ward, uh, Tyron Matthew, Kendall Fuller, Daniel Sorensen, uh, uh, Rashad Fenton, you know the, Armani Watts. These guys need to keep their eyes on the receivers all game long. I think AJ Brown. They talking about AJ Brown, and AJ Brown is probably the top three rookie receiver. His boy DK. Metcalf, and you got Terry McCoy out of Washington. But, bro, like, A.J. Brown's a dog. And now the fact that he fell as low as he did. Um, but see, the thing about Tannehill is he's just throwing it up to whoever's open. And that's no, 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 A.J. Green, A.J. Brown. No, I'm sorry, I didn't say A.J. Green. No. A.J. Brown, the way he's been playing, he might be A.J. Green now. But uh, <laughs> he um, he hasn't had more than, like, 30 yards in the last two playoff games combined almost, it seems like. So they're using him. Basically, like basically, Tannehill said, hasn't had more than I mean the last game he was yards? seven fourteen and he, that was for like eighty maybe he had eighty and I think he had eighty one versus the Patriots yeah so yeah so their numbers and their stats are not really going to reflect their effect oh that absolutely that's not. the thing about it like he's throwing three told, touchdowns he's throwing three touchdowns like I told you like yeah. I told you on Monday. Is it that game that Titans Ravens game was over after that deep play action pass touchdown. It was over. I, 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 with my own eyes, I said it right then and there. I was like, this game is over. No, because they biting on play action like that? It's over. Oh, no, bro. I think Jimmy Smith got, I think it was either Smith or what was it? It was Humphreys. Humphreys got. It was really both of them because he split. He, it was, uh, oh, man. I want to say it was single high coverage, man. And homeboy number 14, I had his name down. Homie just, he just kept, he just ran right between them. And they all cheating up because they think, oh, here come Derrick Henry. We need to gain our momentum and, and you know, get a running start so we can tackle him. Well, you can t- you can catch Derrick Henry. You can tackle him. Just don't let Ryan Tannehill. And see, and that's another thing. Like, What's up? Uh, it, that's just when it gets dangerous, man. Because you can get Derrick You can let Derrick Henry run from whatever, the 10-yard line down to the other 10-yard line. As long as you don't let Ryan Tannehill get off in the red zone or with the play-action pass. And it's funny, right? Because here we are talking about AFC Championship <laughs> not letting Ryan Tannehill get off. No. But it's so it's so very true. Like, he's, he's like, even he's in those limited opportunities what, that they get, when he, when he When he got inserted into the starting lineup, I think they were two and four or something like that. And Ryan Tannehill had a he had a pass rating of over one ten for the rest of the year. He broke he was like twenty and seven. But his attempts don't and the, and the amount of passes and all that don't really be up there. He's he's playing a very Alex Smithian game in a very Alex Smithian offense. Except Andy Reid is not the architect of the offense. Is is. I don't even want to say it's Mike Vrabel, but Mike Vrabel is definitely the mastermind behind that offense. He knows exactly who his main weapon is. So he knows exactly who that offense goes through, and he knows exactly how to use it. So, like, honestly, not having your fandom in there, what's the score of that game? Because I already told you I got 49ers win. So you're talking about what's the game in the Chiefs? The score? Chiefs, Chiefs and Tennessee. What what With score? No what 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 is what is the, what score do you think it will be more than likely? Like what do you think? Like the way that the games have been played. Shout out to Jay Binkley, man. We had different different opinions, but on this one, if I were to take my fandom out, I liked his score that he gave earlier tonight. What do you got? With 28-24 Chiefs. Twenty-eight. We fandom think- makes me believe we can score. Thirty-five, especially. At I think game. thirty-five will be the the cap. Like like out of like no. It'll like, have to weird, be because they'll no, have, like, they'll have no, like, control weird, of the ball. Yeah, like out of like no weird like you know the Texas stuff. That listen, the, and I always say Texas was trying to throw their way back into the game, and that's what I said. And people was dropping passes, and and here's the thing, right? If you get to the Tennessee, and that's where it will really get ugly. 
If you get Tennessee, as you said, the they coin not going to throw their the way coin back flip, That's why I said the coin flip. Yep. If the Chiefs win that mug, they need to win that. Win, hey, we need the ball. Defer. And y'all need to defer. That's game. what we said. We said that on Monday. And now, <laughs> and that was another thing I heard this morning. Everybody talking about defer, defer, defer. Like, bro, they need to take that ball, go score. You called like, it. You the first bro, one I heard I, bro, all week I'm talking about defer. Listen, listen bro. They need I'm going to say that right bro, there. Bro, listen. They need to defer. Be like, Tennessee, what you going to do? If they defer, li- all right, so you going to put us out? But here's the thing, though. If the Chiefs get the ball, they cannot they go take, three and out. You they said cannot go in three yeah, and out. You said it. They cannot go three I mean, and out. Not defer. You said take, take it. it. That's what I meant. They yeah. need to take it right. So the Chiefs need to take that mug and score a touchdown. They can't if they get if they get past the fifty yard line and it's fourth, it's fourth and four of any type of sort. You got to go for it because to me, Tennessee, Kansas they, City, bro, you you got, can get you can convert for uh, fourth and four. That's what I'm saying. If you get past the fifty yard line and it's fourth and four, now if it's fourth and eight, yeah, no, take your field goal. Buckner is pretty much automatic. Um, and I say that now in Arrowhead because they would say anyone, no one has made a 50-yard field goal in Arrowhead, which is crazy. Man. Uh, but that's what I said, talking about what if the Chiefs have to do that in order to win the game. Suck I made a 50-yard, dude. Suck in I the playoffs? That. Okay, not the playoffs. That's what I meant. They said in the playoffs is nearly impossible for whatever reason. Because that ball, that, that ball. Uh, Windier. Because Kai, Kai, Kai uh, Corbett, I think it is, like he yeah. that mug, he kicked it oh, true, and that mug just said, Phew. Yep. And uh, so, but basically, bro, I ain't, I'm not going to lie. They need to take that ball, score a touchdown. And then defensively, y'all need, I'm talking about they need to be on, they need to be on whatever type, you said them painkillers, whatever, get a three and out or even a turnover, patting them, they need to go score another touchdown. Then you playing with house money. You up 14. And basically, if they're going to allow Derrick Henry, and listen, if Derrick Henry is able to run them back into the game. You see, people sleeping on, on I, I say people sleeping, they really not. Chiefs fans are not. But. I feel like people kind of – I feel like national media is sleeping on Mike Pinnell a little bit. I feel like we can slide this game without Chris Jones. And I say that very loosely. But I feel like we can slide this game without Chris Jones because of people like Mike Pinnell, because of people like Xavier Williams, because of uh, dudes I know that can plug the hole and not really get moved. The D-line will be – the, the reason why everybody thinks that Chris Jones – like, and, and it's always a catch-22. Chris Jones is fast, but you already know how I feel about but no, but here's the He's thing. improved. He's a pass rushing specialist, but at the same time, if he has that game, and you've seen it, you've been you've been watching Chris Jones, as you it. said, right? He has one of those games – But where is it? You, where he it's not on the interior. It is not, it's not, but what I'm saying is if you have, if he has one of them games where the swim moves and the spin – well, he doesn't do spins very often. He's 6'7", so that probably doesn't work. If he's doing the swims – and the yeah, uh, and he's working up. If he's doing them, if he's doing them swim moves, and he is basically beat. Because basically, the way you get Derrick Henry is when as soon as he gets the ball and you get him two yards in the backfield, he's a he is not an effective. He is not as effective when he literally has to make jump cuts. Now, when he gets a, a, a crease, like basically, if he has a hole and no one's in that hole, he's falling forward for two yards. So he's already there. He gets two yards just off rip, and then he falls forward. So you get four yards of carry. You in the money. He's averaging what six, almost like five to six yards of carry now. So basically, as you said, I think if they hit him in the backfield, they'll be straight. But as you said, though, Chris Jones, if if he can go, if he's just not out there, if he's out there like JJ Watt was, because as you said, JJ Watt, I don't care how old you think he is, he was that was not the JJ Watt we are all accustomed to. Yeah, like because like he wasn't even effective whatsoever. But if Chris Jones is just out there out of just a namesake. Then, as you said, yeah, I get where you got. They got to put him on the edge. They got to put him on the edge. They where, put him on the edge. And then, because Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill is Ryan Tannehill. He's is funny because they were talking about the the quarterback he just beat, who's going to be the MVP in Lamar. He should have been a receiver. Like Ryan Tannehill was actually a receiver, yep. making yep. getting eaten, making work. And yep. you know, what I'm saying the only reason why he played quarterback is because they was having a rough season that year, and that got him being a top ten pick. Actually, yeah, uh, top fifteen it might have been actually. So. Yep. so no, it's gonna be interesting to see. So I got uh twenty seven twenty. You got what? Mm, twenty eight twenty four. Twenty eight twenty four. So yeah, that's it's gonna what, be close. It's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I man, it's, it's gonna, gonna be, be crazy. Cheap, like bro, Kansas City gonna be shut down if they make it to the Super Bowl, bro. If Kansas City makes it to the Super Bowl, there's not a team that can mess with me because, in my opinion, the toughest. The toughest conference is coming from the AFC. I don't know. The 49ers have been the best team in the whole. They've been the best team. Bro, they've been the best team strength in the NFL. Schedule. The strength of schedule. I mean, they played the Packers. They played the Seahawks twice. I mean, like, think about it. The Chiefs have had a weak schedule for overall. Yikes. Really. Yikes. They really have, though. The Texans, the Ravens, the Titans. They played literally every playoff team this year. Now, if you want to talk about our division, okay, we are a little weak there. But... Uh, the Patriots. 
I mean, you can go on down the road. Like, you didn't think too highly of the Patriots anyway, though. To be, if you're being thought, real, though. Yeah, but I always knew better than that with Bill Belichick. He always got a game plan for you. That's true. So, I mean, I don't know. Me, okay, I know what you mean. This though. is just, I, this I, just I, what I'm saying. Like, it, it, I mean, I, I just, I don't know. I, I guess I've seen too many frauds come from the NFC. That's true. With the Panthers. Last year, it was the Rams. Uh, who was it before that? The Falcons. Was it really? Was it really? I mean, Seahawks. Like, come on, bro. Like, well, and that Seahawks they after they beat after they beat down the uh, the Broncos. You talking about when time. they didn't give the ball to one? They should have been two time defending champions. But Correct. Like, here's, the, here's the thing. With and then they had a coaching gaffe. Uh, like, you still fraudulent. Like, I'm sorry, you fraudulent. Because if you was really on your game. There's no way in the world you now, missed that well, opportunity. Well, I won't tell you. I wouldn't say fraud. Frauds is a strong word. We'll tell you what it is about the <sighs> NFC. They have, um, they have, uh, what, what's where you want to call it? They have the uh, what is it? Backsides get tight, palms get sweaty. Yeah. Been eating peanut butter without no milk, no jelly. Yeah. Because I'm talking about what the Falcons toss one up. Um, I mean, granted, it seems like they always do it to the Patriots, saying, right? Though, like, the, the thing about the teams you're talking about. When's the, the last time an NFC team has won? Convincingly, yes, it had to have been the Seahawks when they beat Broncos in twenty twelve. Has any team in the AFC won? Has any team in the NFC won since then? That's the question. Because well, that was the twenty thirteen or twenty fifteen. That was thirteen, wasn't it? You might be right because I think Broncos twelve was uh, Baltimore. Then the Seahawks came, beat the brakes off of Broncos. Then after that, it was Broncos, right? No. Patriots. It was a Patriots against Cause, the Seahawks. Cause, uh, Patriots versus Seahawks. About to, they was about to repeat. So Patriots won it, and then the 16, mm-hmm. they go back to back. No, Eagles. Eagles was the only last team. Yep. Eagles was the last team. Yep. Over the. Over the uh, so, I mean, they. And here's the thing. Isn't that so they crazy? They did that with Nick Foles. Mm, that's crazy, bro. That is that, bro. That's a legitimate. That's a legitimate point. NFC is always the right. I feel like the NFC. Other than the Patriots, right? Uh, obviously, because the Patriots always are winning mm-hmm. thirteen games. Seems like anyway, right? Mm-hmm. The NFC has always been like it seems like the regular season. I kings. guess that was fourteen. I yeah, it was twelve. The, the re- Seahawks won. Yeah, the NFC has been literally the regular season kings, but it seems like the AFC here lately. Yeah, okay. Packers won twenty eleven. Giants won twenty twelve. Ravens won twenty thirteen. Seahawks won twenty fourteen. Then, then the after Eagles. that, it's been pretty much. I mean, 15 was who? Broncos? Broncos, yeah. Over Panthers. 16 was Patriots. Over Falcons. Over Falcons. 17 was... Shoot. That gone. I guess we... Let me keep looking right here. Because I would only went to... That's crazy, though. Now that you're sitting there and think about it. But we got to also think of it like this. The Patriots Patriots won three of them things, too, though. So, it's like... They won 13-3 last year, bro. Just think about that. Philly won 41. So, yeah, that's actually... What was the game... Like, and it's so crazy, though. Because Seattle beat Denver 2014. Then it was New England over Seattle 2015. Mm -hmm. Denver over Carolina 2016. Uh, New England over Atlanta... 2017, Philly over New England, uh, uh, 18, and New England over the Rams last year, 19. So you think the NFC is mostly frauds then? Well, looking at it, I mean, it looks like it's pretty much an even split. New Orleans beat, okay, so it's, let me see if I can count it on one hand. Or I guess two hands. Gotcha, what you got? All right, so, let me, let me do this. New Orleans, Green Bay. Giants, Seattle, Philly. It's literally been an even split. But the Patriots won two. New, uh, then after that, won 2011 or 2012, huh? Patriots you won Yeah, AFC don't win until 13. Yeah. So it's Baltimore, Broncos. New England, New England, New England. And Broncos. And Denver. Yeah, so it's been pretty much That's five, crazy, five. bro. We got, bro, that's, that's wow. crazy how. I thought dynasty. the split would have been a little bit worse than that, but it's been even split. Because you you got to think of it, the AFC basically has had New England to pretty much uh, do it. If the Rams and the, uh, not, well, if the Seahawks, if the Seahawks and the, uh, what's the what's their faces? The Seahawks and the uh, Falcons do what they're supposed to do. They only win one. See, but that's what I'm saying, man. Like, 
And I think we, we hate that they, they choke. So, okay. Dang, so this is low-key for the tiebreaker. Honestly, of the decade. So the question is, Chiefs, so basically, because here's the thing, though, for ratings-wise, if it's Tennessee versus, if it's Tennessee versus the Packers, that's going to be, it's going to be a good game, obviously. I think it's going to be a snooze fest. No, no ratings. Tennessee ain't versus Packers, a snooze fest? I mean, we're going to watch Who it. Who will win to, that? Ooh, I think, I think I would Packers say Tennessee. Win. I'll say Packers, dog. Really? Yes. How you, okay, so... Because I think, because what I'm saying is, is because because what I think Mike Vrabel, I think they got nothing for Derrick Henry. I don't, I don't, I agree with that. What I'm saying is, but I also believe that that defense with Aaron Rodgers, I feel, okay, so I feel like obviously Patrick Mahomes is more talented, right? I feel like Patrick Mahomes and the crew, they are, they are what the 49ers are on defense versus on offense. Mm -hmm. They are, they are so much better than you on offensively. That you just like, well, we got to throw our hands up if they just torch us, right? Same thing with defensively. So if the, 40, the Packers get rid of the 49ers, I told you, that was their, that's going to be their hardest game. They feel like they can beat Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes or without Patrick Mahomes. Now, granted, I know you don't think that's silly. They have. I know you might think that's silly because uh-huh. uh, Pat, Pat didn't play. But at the same time, they like the, play. Pat this didn't. Year? He didn't play versus the Packers. It was Matt Moore. Oh, Packers. I'm thinking you're talking about Titans. No, no, that's what I meant. So that, that's why people like I think that's why people think it's silly. Because I let's just say they scored, I think this final score was like 35, 28 or something like that. Let's just say Pat is worth 14 more points. On a on in a game that is played straight up, right? Let's say he's worth 14 more points. I mean, that defense played at full strength. And they couldn't stop Aaron Rodgers when Aaron, everybody thought Aaron Rodgers was on the decline. He threw for four touchdowns. Frank Clark wouldn't help. Yeah, Frank. As I said, but you don't know what you're going to get from Frank Clark. He's going to have the three-sack game or he's going to have the uh, no-stack game. You know what I'm saying? Like, he granted, ain't had one of them lately. I know. That's what I said. But Frank Clark is – Since he's been claiming his health. Since he's been claiming 100%. That was a report. That was a report, though. That was a report, though. Reporters were saying he wasn't healthy. And I was sitting there like, man. Even he said it. That's what, but, but usually, you know, people don't believe players, though. He's the – Bro, people don't. That's what's so crazy to me. People believe reporters more than the source of the report. How are you gonna believe a re- what a reporter say over what the player and, or coach said? Yeah, unless that's, that's, that's what I'm play. saying. Yeah, that's the player himself said he wasn't healthy. He was sixty percent all the way up to like week ten, week eleven. Yeah, because he had then the he was like, oh, now I'm healthy. Yeah, healthy. Eighty percent is healthy. healthy. He, now he's talking about he's like ninety. To a hundred because he was playing half speed. It felt like in the first half. I mean, of but the that's season. what I'm saying, bro. Like it's. This is a different. It's a different juice to this team. Now, granted, they this defense is lacking Juan Thornhill now. That's the only other thing that you can. Bro really... was actually. Bro was actually was dogging. Bro was oh, yeah. He was learning. He was under the he's team. Good mentorship. He's he good was under the mentorship one. of Tyron Matthew, and I'm talking about he was learning some stuff. He was jumping routes. Tyron almost had a pitch six. He'd have been shout good out to for Tyron Matthew. He had a chance to uh, uh to get some ribs on uh. Get some ribs on the shine, yeah. but he let up, and the people said, "Oh, why you let up?" He said, "Why you saying?" And people, point. I think the dude tried to let up, talking about, he was like, "Bro, kick rocks, bro!" Like the game was over, yeah. and yeah, that's my boy. Take it for what you will, but you know what I'm saying? I don't have to play the way you bro. want me to play. For you got an ear hole, dude. Like game is over. Go ahead, and try to make this throw. We gonna get the ball back, kill clock, and it's over. You know what I'm saying? It, I'm not about to. No, I get it. I get. It. If they was down 24-0, Deshaun would have been toe up. Oh yeah, he would have got. Oh yeah, he would have got clock. You know what I'm saying? So you know stuff like that. Like, but shout out, I saw that, and that was just real good. I mean, but that's so. what I'm saying. That comes from a player that's smart. That comes from people that play smart, that know football, that know the game, that play the game, and and especially at that level of which you know I don't know about, we don't know about, like. They know health is of the importance. I think. Yeah, I mean, what's hilarious is right after that game, um, uh, and the game after that, Marshawn Lynch literally goes into that 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 uh, convo of protecting bodies, protecting brains, and protecting wallets. Your mental, like, bro, like. And I was saying, you saw with Luke Kuechly. Bro, Luke Kuechly, bro, Luke Kuechly, Lily was about trying not to cry. Cause he said he retired. I didn't see the. I didn't see the. Bro, time. bro, he said he 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 won. He said he, he feels like he can still play. He knows he can still play, but he doesn't think it's the best. I and you know what I'm talking about. And I told you we was messaging at work, and I told you death taxes and Luke Keekley making tackles. Like for the last seven years, Correct. eight years actually, eight years you've been in the league. For eight you can years. also you can also count that mm-hmm. as him getting a concussion too. That they said, the uh, bro, now that's the thing, but like, bro, because every time I felt like, I was like, bro, man, Luke got another concussion? Bro. I also feel like he was getting like at least two diagnosed a year. Yep. Because here's the thing, bro, like, what is it, Michael, what, what J. Cole say? 
Uh, and granted, it's not the same. He said, "You fuck." He said, "He was." I forgot what song. He said, uh, "Nobody's perfect." Yeah. He was like, "Joe was like, he's like, you like, you, 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 you sleep. You know, say you bro, you sleep with three. How many dudes you sleep with? You slept with by about three, bro. Because you already know, bro, had more diagnosed. But I felt like you know, I'm saying. I mean, like I see the situation where you looking at Luke Keekley and he's doing what he was supposed to do. He's saying that honestly. I mean, granted, we speculate, and I'm not a doctor by any stretch. You're looking at Antonio Brown, what's going on with him. you sitting there looking at that and like, bro, should he have done that? When he, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, granted, it didn't seem like he got too many of them either. But, you know. You don't need only but one. That's you only need but one. Concussion. You know what I'm saying? And then with Luke, though, I'm just glad he's stepping away. But uh, we're going to wrap it up with this one. We're gonna, and um, You think he's a Hall of Famer? Luke Keekley, I think, think I got the stats here. He got yeah, like, 192 tackles. No, he got more he had, than that. What you talking about? Yeah, that's ten. That's one thousand, my brother. One thousand, my bad. One thousand and ninety-two. My, let me not shortchange you. Seven Pro <laughs> Bowls. Like he get a hundred a year. You know, just say like uh, seven uh, Pro Bowls, uh, and it's I think he had eighteen interceptions too. And like, like most of the like, bro was basically like a low key a safety in the low hole in that uh, in that. Uh, Yep. T- cover two defense. Two defensive touchdowns, 67 pass deflections. That's actually really good for a linebacker. Because you already know he affected so many more. You got to think that. So, like, is Luke a Hall of Famer? Because they said that Patrick Willis. Because I remember when Patrick Willis just went up and retired. Um, what do you think? Just like, do you think that the players – I think that, in my personal opinion, I'll let you go. I think Luke Kuechly is not only a Hall of Famer. I think he fits into that league of – he could have did. He could have obviously had more, but he he said his body's worth it more because we've seen it with at least in our in the last five uh, years we've seen Patrick Willis. He'll be back. We've seen Ma- we've seen uh, we've seen Patrick Willis. We've seen Megatron, mm-hmm. and we've seen. I mean, Andrew Luck is not going to be a Hall of Famer just based on that position. But Andrew Luck said he's not even coming back. He'll probably be a Hall of Famer way 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 down the road. But the fact is that he ain't going to be no Hall of Famer for no time. For no time soon. Luke Kuechly could be a Hall of Famer by 2025. Yeah. But same thing with Megatron. Well, Mega- no. Let me not go that far. What about Megatron? Like, do you think like... Megatron those- is definitely a first ballot Hall of Famer. I think if they make him wait... I think I think if you make Luke wait... Because as you said, though, like, they'd say... Sometimes it doesn't matter how long you play and so what the impact. And granted, I'm not... And I'm not speaking this I mean, all... I'm not yeah, speaking but- ill. If, if Patrick Mahomes... Uh, plays the next three years, and he decides to hang it up for whatever reason, and he wins what two more MVPs and goes to two more Super Bowls and wins them. He's a Hall of Famer. That's because, undoubtedly, but he would have the accolades to go with it. Was it Luke had what defensive what defensive rookie of the year? He's a seven time Pro Bowl, five time first team All Pro. He got the Art Rooney Award in 2017. He got the Buckus Award three times. He got NFL Defensive Player once. And twice was he the NFL tackles leader. He has a strong case. Again, he has a strong case for the Hall of Fame, and that's only a little bit of what we're looking at. But, I mean, he was on the all-rookie team. He was defensive rookie of the year. So, and, it, and he was a tackle leader of the year. He was defensive rookie of the year. So, but that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, that's, that, I mean, that's those are good awards, but... I mean, a lot of times you need just a little bit more. That's what I'm saying. Like, in, I don't think within in five years from now he'll be a, a first Famer. ballot. Yeah, no, it we, might be ten to fifteen years from now. You talking about him being a Hall of Famer? I agree. And then, and and as I said, like I said, if you kept him from doing the first ballot, I could see why. But um, but at the same time, I'm sure, like you said, I mean Patrick Willis. I mean we'd have to. I'll put it like this: we have to. Who see do you think was better, Patrick, Patrick Willis. Willis? Who do you think was better, Patrick Willis or Luke Kuechly? Asking me, I mean, like you keep it, a, you can keep it a G. You know, I what mean, Keekly had Keekly had about 150 more tackles, but I mean, I don't know. I Willis just got- Willis had 16 force fumbles. Let me try to get these stats going, man. Ah, hmm. What you think? You want to talk about effect on the game, though, man. Pat, I think people, I think people was literally terrified of Patrick Willis. I think Luke. Keekley, I guess you gotta give it to Luke Keekley. Yeah, uh, yeah, you gotta give it to Luke Keekley. Luke, he didn't nearly have as much. Was seven Pro Bowls. I mean, he's seven time Pro. He is seven time Pro Bowler, five time first team All Pro. He was on the All Rookie team, but he was never defense. Oh, well, never mind. I take it back. He was defensive Rookie of the Year in 07. He just didn't win Defensive Player of the Year. Yep. So yeah, you gotta give it to Luke. 
Well, I guess you got to give it to Luke before you give it to Patrick. Yeah, that's what I said. But they think Patrick the first ballot Hall of Famer as well. That's what I said. Like, everybody always thinks everybody's the first ballot. He led the league in tackles. That's Well, he had Navarro Bowman, too, too. I mean, yeah, but Luke Keekley had Thomas Davis. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> and Jared Allen playing with him at one point, if I'm not mistaken. I think he had Allen for a year, and then he also Shit. had Julius Peppers. Bro! <laughs> and he still at the league. Yeah, okay. Well, I just had to check myself. Hey, Luke. Quick. Hey, bro, you got it. But nah, man. But I'm glad, you know, he stuck. I guess away. Luke could be. If that's the case, well, yeah, I need to do some more but, research. But, well, we got to think about it, though. What's your impact? Do you have to play for a long time? For, or for you? When you're here, you make your time I mean, count. I mean, Gail Sayers made it, and he only played I'm going to say, and Luke Keekley made it count. Like, going off of this, because Patrick was playing for a minute. Patrick played for how many years? He went from 07 to 40, so he, he played seven years. Keekley played eight. eight. So, basically, a season's worth. He has a season's worth more work. A season, essentially, right? And he got – he's twice the player he that Patrick Willis was, quite frankly, if we want to beat it, if we want to go there. Because how so, old is Patrick Willis? Cause he Patrick's stepped away. like 34 right now. Also, yeah, he stepped away in 14. So, that, yeah, so he, he stepped away dumb early. And he didn't but stay. I remember them actually – wait a minute. Not, I remember Patrick Willis, his whole – I remember when he retired, people were talking about his Hall of Fame. And I remember that being a question. I remember actually questioning it myself mm-hmm. after I saw the numbers. Now, Luke Keekley – I don't know. Maybe I'm downplaying him a little bit. If he if he, he would have won the Super Bowl, if they would have won that Super Bowl. If they Bowl, won the Super Bowl, he's outright getting that in, the, in five years. Okay. So that's why I was Because he would have more than likely been defensive player that game, defensive MVP. I agree. But, no, man, it will be interesting. I mean, like, and as I said, like, I'm just glad he was able to step away. A lot of people were saying it was good for the game. They were saying the same thing about yep. Carson Wentz. Like, bros, like, bro, when you get them head injuries, you got to step away. And they just Man, had a Carson document. Carson only been in the league three years, three who? or four. Who you said Carson wins? Well, I'm saying well, he got he got he got he, he got, keeps getting beat up. No, the, the back that he got he, he they said that when he got uh got hit by uh Javion that he couldn't remember where he was like his, oh, his, his yeah, wife. That's, that's what right. I'm saying. So that's what I'm saying. Like players like nowadays, like you said, like when we even played back in what in the early 2000s, like yeah. at t- 2010s, and bro, you got a head injury. They talking about what you doing? I remember a particular player not. Remembering how how old he was, bro. Look at dude said he was fourteen. That was his senior year of high school. Bro. He was definitely eighteen. But you know who was popular right now on Netflix? The Aaron Hernandez thing. So you know stuff like that. Like I'm I just, still ain't checked. I don't know if I want to. Bro, because I'm just gonna be sitting there looking like bro. So yeah, we just going we just gonna let the we gonna we just gonna let them slide. Because that's time. gonna be a lot of conflating and. I don't know. You think it might be a little bit of the R. Kelly situation, like it's stuff that we knew already, but like, like why are we just making it bigger? Not really. To me, it's well, kind of. Is I mean, he's still human. Don't get me wrong. He's still human, but a lot of that stuff he was doing did not. I don't. I, I don't. I, I don't know if I can chalk it up to, to CTE. CTE. Just yet. It might just be it just been a sucky person. Man. Right. I agree. But now, nah, man, we appreciate you guys. I said we had a lot this hour. We're gonna chop this up for y'all. But now nah, we appreciate you. We are gonna let my brother, let my cousin get some daddy duties going on. We got some more stuff. We wanted to get into some WNBA, but we got some more time for that. Uh, but when, when next time we tune in, we are gonna chop this up. We gonna let you guys uh, listen to our voices, and we appreciate all the support. So this is Collision the Podcast. The Den signing out. Yep. Subscribe and like and follow and share and post. What we about all that? You. What about all that? I liked all that. Yeah. All right. See y'all.